episode of our authentic realness podcast arp realness and it's exciting times that we are in those final episodes as we wrap up 2023 and it certainly presents the question of where is this year gone because it seems like it was just january 1st and here we are already in december and wrapping up our final episodes for the year what an amazing year this has been it's certainly been great in these parts where I've shared that on some of my social media platforms that Authentic has been deemed as being one of the most popular words of the year. So thank God for that revelation for the alignment of our name of this podcast being the Authentic Realness Podcast ARP, but certainly it being a bit more than it just being a popular word and a catchphrase, but it being the essence of who we are as a podcast, the essence of who I am as a person, and exciting that we have been able to share so much information across the year. So excited about that. Fabi, it's good to have you on, my friend. How are you tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. Anything exciting, new, front of mind for you tonight? <laughs> um, I mean... What and um is not it. <laughs> Yes, everything's been going well on my end. Just recently received a promotion at work, so I'm thrilled about that. Well, congratulations. Look at that. Thank you. Excellence in action. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And quite deserving because you certainly, we've talked about all the episodes of you being critical of self and the journey of life that you've been going through. So excited, my friend, when such things are happening which really shows why it's so significant to be on your A-game, to give it your all, and great things come when you do that. Amen. Thank you. Yes, and thank you for your support, as always. Absolutely. And Theo, what about you, sir? What's going on in your world? You know, as always, I say I am grateful and walking in a season of gratitude that is not going to change. And this week specifically, I have something even more to be grateful of, or should I say someone. Right. Um, my son was born on last Tuesday, Trenton Aaron White. And I am so excited to father another young boy. Well, excellent. Congrats. And congratulations. And Fabi and I will not feel a certain kind of way that all nine months we knew nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We, 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 right, we will not feel a certain kind of way. <laughs> so, so listeners, it wasn't just you all who didn't know. It's us too. <laughs> However, <laughs> such an amazing and wonderful name, especially that middle name. But I, I will say no more about that. <laughs> it was very intentional. Um, very intentional. I know I've alluded to it over multiple episodes, but. I'm really inspired by Plush. I look at him as my big brother. I have been mentored by him 
since I met him in post undergrad. So it was very intentional uh, because he's helped me out of a lot of dark times and didn't even know it by just saying, Theo, you good? Or even just calling me to the carpet to get me together. You know, sometimes you need that tough love. People look at it as, oh, you're an asshole or you ain't going to tell me what to do. But sometimes you need somebody to be like, hey, you off your A game. You can do so much better than that. Get it together. So just thinking when I started thinking of names, I wanted my son's name to be to have have some kind of meaning, not just meaning of what the name means, but some kind of context of where I am in my life as a father. Well, it's not often, sir, that I, I get to those moments of being speechless and at a point of just really having significant gratitude and, and really taking it back. This is one of those moments and I'm going to take it all in because one of the things that God has been very clear with me on is that I have to begin to do a better job of allowing people to acknowledge and pour into me and, and all those type things. So I'm going to take this as, as a God moment and know for certain, brother, that this is big for me. And by all means, you all as a family have already known that if there's anything that I can ever do for you, that I'm here. But this certainly even adds another layer of my responsibility that I already have four God kids. So certainly I have to just add Aaron into the fold of that that I already have going on. But thank you much, sir, for the acknowledgement. And, and certainly it's always my desire to be the best me. And even when I don't know that I'm helping somebody, it's always great to kind of hear that, hey, you've been able to help me even when you didn't know it. So thank you much, sir. Most definitely. All right. So anything else from either one of you before we jump into tonight's amazing and wonderful topic and episode? Nope. Ready to rock and roll. For sure. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, tonight, let's jump right in. And our topic is operational excellence in action. I'm going to say that again. Operational excellence in action. And as you all know, we're coming off of the Thanksgiving holiday. And I had the great fortune to be able to fly home to South Carolina and to spend some time with family. And as I'm getting younger, I certainly don't take for granted any opportunity to spend time with family, that I'm starting to learn that it's the real simple things of life that are most important to me, the sharing that Theo just gave of the impact that I have had on his life, the sharing that Fabi did and thanking me and, and her journey and all the many other folks who really are pouring and feeding into me. It's those things that I'm really fueled by. But what I also find is that I get excited when I see the principles of what I preach in action. And when I tell you all on my flight back to South Florida from South Carolina, I was just amazingly impressed with this young lady with JetBlue. Her name was Diamond younger young lady, very early career. I could just tell based upon how she was presenting herself. But what I will tell you all in very certain terms, I've never seen someone run 
their gait as efficient as this young lady did. When I tell you that everything operationally was done with the spirit of excellence and all of the things that really bother me <laughs> at a gate when boarding a plane didn't happen with her. There were no long lines. There were no people standing in the way. There was no, you just going to do anything you want to do over here. It was, I'm here to do a job and I'm responsible for the safety of everyone in this area as well as everyone getting onto and off of this plane with operational excellence. And I'll give you all some examples of the things that she did. And certainly we all know that I love a good laugh. And I love someone who has the ability to take control of an environment without getting ugly. And I went to the airport really early to fly back just because that Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend was considered the busiest travel day of the year. And in my efficiency, I just felt it would be better just to get there early. And if there was something to come up, I wouldn't have to worry about having to adjust because I would already be in place. So that allowed me the opportunity to really observe her for quite some time. Well, one of the things that she did that really stood out for me was as flights were landing and people were deplaning and then getting prepared for the next group of folks to get back on the plane, she was excellent in her communication. So those folks that were sitting at the gate were very clearly told, here's where the plane is, the plane is about to land, these folks are about to come into the gate area, et cetera, et cetera. So what happens is, of course, you have those folks who are overly antsy, who feels that they need to start lining up and getting in the, the gate area. And this young lady's like, absolutely not. What you're not going to do is to crowd this area where the people who are trying to get off of the plane can't get off safely. We don't need anyone tripping over anyone. There's plenty of space for you all to, to have a seat. Please have sit down. The other thing that she reminded folks of is that you don't have to line up. Like, we're going to get onto the plane by sections. You don't need to stand up until your section is called. So it was just those very simple things that some are like, oh, my God, that's rude. Oh, that's overly controlling. No, what it did was it provided for efficiency for people to get off of the plane quickly, safely, no issues. And people were able to get on the plane quickly, no issue, safely. No issue whatsoever. Another thing that happened was because she was so observant of her area, there were a couple of folks that were in wheelchairs who were coughing. And, and we all know, hey, in this day and age, you're coughing. The immediate thought <laughs> is you have COVID. You're sneezing, you have COVID. But she was so aware that these people didn't say, hey, we need water or anything. Because of her observations, immediately, each one of those people just took the bottles of water in hopes that, hey, you're, you just happen not to be sick, but maybe you need something to clear your throat type thing. So just that level of awareness just goes back to that whole operational efficiency, that operational excellence. Another thing that she did was, is this woman who felt that, I presume that she had a level of a privilege and that she could just get on the plane with her glass of wine that she had. And the young lady was very clear that, hey, when you finish your glass of wine, you happily can get onto the plane. Wasn't ugly, wasn't rude, wasn't loud, but was just very clear that you can't board this plane sipping your wine, ma'am. 
So it's like that combination of communication, that combination of taking control, that combination of care, that combination of I'm here to do a job and I am going to do this job with the spirit of excellence, that operationally things are going to go well. And it was non-negotiable. And then her spirit was just so sweet. She was so nice. She was so observant. She was so there for people. You can even tell that there were a couple of people who have traveled through this gate quite a bit. She knew them by name. She acknowledged them. They acknowledged her. Everybody's smiling. It was just such a refreshing experience for me because typically, and I've traveled a whole lot. I've spent a lot of times in airplanes. My dad would say that I likely have flown more than a lot of people have been in their cars, which likely may be true. And it's not often that I've had, no, let me correct that. It's not ever that I've had an experience like this where someone has been so detailed about their area being efficient. And I'm going to tell you all in very certain terms as I wrap this up, that Diamond with JetBlue was just absolutely outstanding. The future of her career, she's absolutely going to be unstoppable. That anything that she wants to be able to do, she will be able to do if she has the desire to do it, whatever it is. Because this mindset is a mindset of success, and it's one where there's no telling her what she's not going to be able to do. So I just love seeing it. Such an amazing experience. And Theo and Fabi, I'll give you both the opportunity to speak to this as we dive further into this particular topic. I swear it ain't nothing like a good customer service experience. Absolutely. Especially in this day and age where customer service seems to be lacking. In sure. Some Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's great to see that that is still alive and well. And I know you had told me that you even personally told her that. You know, oh, absolutely. She's doing such a great job. Absolutely. So I think that also goes such a long way. But it just really goes to show that it it's just like you said, it is a mindset. And it's no matter what your role is. And you even mentioned that she was probably a little bit early in her career. Absolutely. To that demand that type of efficient efficiency, excuse me, and a operational excellence. It's just amazing. So yeah. I, I love that story. Yeah. And, and the great thing, both Theo and Fabi, it was just the customer service was amazing, but it was the whole package. It was just the operations of right. mindset of I have a job to do and I'm going to do every part of this job well and then some. Because mm -hmm. she was doing things that wasn't a part of her job description. You all think about how often you hear someone, oh, that's not a part of my job. I'm not doing that. I'm not responsible right. for that. That was not her mindset. Her mindset was, I'm here to ensure that this is a fluid process, a great experience for everyone. And she recognized that it took her going above and beyond to do that. Now, here's the part that really stood out, though. She stood so much further ahead of all of her colleagues. And you could tell it wasn't that she was attempting to. It's just simply that this was the essence of who she was. So what I loved was, because I've seen this too often, and I'm certain that both of you can relate to this as well, people will dumb themselves down for other people. Uh -huh. People will make themselves not be as great because, oh, I'm flexing on you. She didn't care because her thing was, you all have to take it up. Because this is who I am and this is how I'm going to work. And it was even interesting to see 
like all of the people who worked on like the jetway, the people who were bringing the planes in, like everybody gravitated to her. Like everyone. Like there was this one man who worked at one of the restaurants who brought her food. <laughs> like you could just <laughs> tell that this was somebody who just has it. Mm-hmm. And who's just figured it out naturally. And it wasn't that she was going above and beyond. It wasn't like, oh, this is an act. It was, this is who Diamond is. Right. And you just think about the beauty and the wonderful nature of the fact that her name is Diamond. <laughs> like her parents even knew what they and who they were birthing. And right. that, that name is so indicative of who she is as a person. So I, I just cannot stress to you all enough how impressed I was with this young lady and how she is the epitome of all that I preach, of all that I demand from myself, from those that I work with, from my clients and everyone who's around me. It was just great to see that in its perfection and the fact that it's wrapping up Thanksgiving weekend. So here's God just saying, hey, I'm just going to package this up for you, for you to see that, hey, (laughs) you're not on this island by yourself. That, hey, those things that you're doing, those things that you're preaching, those things that you're pushing, those things that you stand for, it's not just you. That that greatness is in others. So it was encouraging as well. Fabi, anything else from you on that particular subject before we make our parallels? No, nothing else for me. I think it's such, well, I guess I am going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said that because you know I was about to correct. Like, wait a minute, you are saying something though. (laughs) (laughs) No, people do that all the time at my job. And I'm like, wait, and I feel like I've started doing that too now. So sorry. But um, yep, no, really great story. And shout out to Diamond at JetBlue. (laughs) Absolutely. And I hope that a lot of other folks learn from her because yeah. it's definitely an area of opportunity that can be improved from a customer service perspective. So I'm, had, I'm glad you had that experience with her. And, and it's interesting you say that because although I mentioned that she was just a superstar and she stood out and it, it really, you could tell, like there was such a separation, like even when she was on the microphone making announcements at the gate versus when her colleague was. But mm-hmm. when I made the conversation with Diamond and was just congratulating her for her excellence and all that she was doing. And so it made her day to hear that affirmation, that encouragement that, hey, like I am making a difference. So if I don't get it from my manager, if I don't get it from JetBlue, Mm -hmm. there are people who see it. Now, certainly there were those other people like this lady with her wine and other folks. Oh, my God, she's doing too much and yada, yada, yada. No, she's doing her job from a place of excellence, which happens to be who she is. And if you have a problem with that, then that's on you. That's not her issue. It it reminds me a lot of, although his season didn't necessarily end in the way that he would have liked, it reminds me a lot of Dion and how Dion talks about he's not going to play himself or dumb himself down for other folks that like, this is who I am. So you can Mm -hmm. either take it or leave it, but I'm not going to change who I am. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back to what I talked about in the previous episode is that although we might be presenting ourselves and doing things with the spirit of excellence, that doesn't necessarily always mean that the outcome is going to be great. But here's the thing. I'm still learning. I'm still doing what I got to do. So I can assure you that Dion is going to be better next season. 
Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I can assure you there are going to be things that he's learned from this season. But where I'm going is, although there might have been a level of envy and jealousy from Diamond's work colleagues, they too were encouraged by the comments. Because right. there was one young lady who just lit up with me and was just like, sir, you're absolutely right. Like, I tell her this all the time. Like, she motivates me to do better. Mm -hmm. And it's not about this young lady emulating her. It's right. about this young lady being her best self in her own terms. And it was just great to see. Yeah, that's great. I also wanted to add that I think it's important when people are doing a good job like that to give them their praises because it really does go a long way, especially now. But as you mentioned, folks not, might not be getting that, that from their superior or their colleagues. So it's nice to always be able to acknowledge that. I know I do, especially if I'm getting good service somewhere. I always like yeah. to let them know, like, this is excellent service or you've done such a great job. I feel like it just goes such a long way. Absolutely right, Fabi, because what I can tell you is that nobody has any problem when it's bad service. Right, exactly. Let me speak with the manager. Let me speak with the owner. <laughs> Let me send a letter. Let me go right. to social media. Let me do all these things. But when it's great service, crickets, right. silence, no one's saying anything. So you are right. I am big on being fair and presenting both sides. Mm -hmm. That if there's Absolutely. great stuff going on, the first to acknowledge that. But by all means. <laughs> 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 By all means, <laughs> if things are not going the way that they need to, I'm the first to acknowledge that as well, <laughs> with no hesitation or right. reservation. All right. So anything else, either you, Fab, Fabi, or Theo, before we move on? You know, in regards to service, it puts oh boy, me in the, that the thought. Go ahead. Yeah, in regard to service, it Thank puts you. me in the thought pattern of last month when Keith Lee, the influencer, did oh his boy. tour in Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's like a lot of persons in customer service, from what I've seen, is when they they know they're being audited or they know they have eyes on them, they perform in a manner. But even correlating to this situation that you were expressing, it appears that this is just who this young lady is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when you're in the service business or you're providing a good or a service, it should be who you are. It should be from the start of your shift to the end of your shift. No matter the case, you're there to provide that experience. Me personally, I feel like those are the establishment. Those are the persons that achieve the highest level of advancement within their career space because it's who they are. Yeah. It's what they do. Yeah. It's not a facade. It's not just something, some air that you put on because you have eyes on you. You're just doing it because and it, it exude out of you when you're doing yeah. it. Yeah, and there are some skills that there are just certain people are just going to be better. And there are some things when you're a natural, it's just you're natural. I don't care how hard someone tries to go become Michael Jordan, LeBron James, other greats when it comes to athletics. It's just not going to happen. And you can <laughs> go and <laughs> practice for the rest of your life, and you're just not going to get to that level. But what you can do is that you can stay within the confines of what you are great at. And whatever that may be, do that to the best of your ability. The, the one rabbit hole I don't want us to go down, though, Theo, is, and I want to be very clear with people here, is that although it's a forward-facing customer service role, it was less about the customer service with Diamond. It was more about the operational efficiency. 
It was the operational components of what she was doing within the job that allowed the customer service experience to be one that was pleasing. And that's the component that I think a lot of people miss because we can go back to this guy. What is the dude's name again? Keith Lee. Yeah, him. So I just saw last night, I read last night, and I saw the video that there was this pastry shop or something somewhere. And they had like really been going after him for him to come visit their location. I want to say it was in Texas. And he did. Yes. And in turn, he did the big, a very large tip to them, talked about how amazing and great they were. The presentation was amazing and all those type things. And then that following day, there were people wrapped around the location. Now, here's the part about that. Operationally, there's a failure somewhere because my customer service experience is going to be lowered by me having to stand outside. Now, certainly everybody's caught up in the hype. Everybody likes to be on social media, et cetera. But the question at hand is, is that is this place going to be able to sustain this new business? So prayerfully, they went and had a meeting that night and said, hey, here's some of the things that we're going to have to start doing. Here's some of the things that we're going to have to start doing from a staffing perspective to be able to make this make sense. Because I can assure you, nobody's going to constantly come back and I got to stand outside. So ultimately, it's that marriage of, yes, you have to have that friendly face. Yes, you have to be likable. Yes, you have to adopt those principles that your Chick-fil-A's and all these other type companies that are seen as being those customer service friendly type businesses. But let's not forget that that operational component of how you are delivering whatever it is that you're producing, that's what makes the difference. And that's the component for Diamond that I feel is her separator. It's the fact that she has really mastered her job. She really knows what her job is as a gate agent. That's her core. And then on top of that, she just happens to have a likable personality, which the customer service component is the clean, beautiful part on the outside. But what she's been able to do, and this is something that I say about even myself, is that I'm a style and substance kind of guy. For me, a lot of times I view customer service as being style and operations as being the substance. Diamond has figured out that yes, she can have the style and she can have the substance. That's the separator. So the question at hand for this particular business that I'm talking about in Texas, they're gonna have to figure out, okay, we got this great review. Our presentation is great. Now, how do we marry that customer service component and the operational component where we can get people in here and out of here as well. And it'd be a great experience all around. And how do we sustain this? How are we able to do this every day? Because the bottom line is, is this is a business. And business are ran by you being able to bring money in. Because I can tell you, I don't care where you are. I, I look at my area. It's a big tourist area. There's a whole lot of money that comes through here. But please understand that every business that sets up shop here does not survive. And they may have a big splurge when they first open. And if that constantly dwindles, 
Guess what's going to be next? Well, this place that I used to love, <laughs> it's no longer here. And I can't tell you all how many times that's been the case. I've been here in South Florida now seven years. And there have been so many places that I've loved. Just didn't make it. Now, certainly COVID. And yes, even in Florida, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> COVID did have an impact in Florida as well. And there are just some places that just didn't survive. And when I knew things were real in my neighborhood is when one of the Starbucks closed. I'm like, mm, Starbucks doesn't close. <laughs> so if Starbucks is closing, <laughs> this is pretty serious. Now, there are five Starbucks in my neighborhood. Like, why are there five Starbucks? But hey, that's a question for a different day. But that's what made it real. So I bring all this full circle to me as a consultant. One of the things that Diamond really inspired me to be able to see is that that operational excellence that she was presenting was at the core of who I am as a consultant. That this is how I run me. Like, this is how I run my business. My business is about all operational efficiencies, all bells and whistles being together, not being like a fine oil machine, but being a fine oil machine. And that's in everything that I do. And then that same mindset, that same mantra is what I present to my client. So whatever it is that I'm delivering to the client in all eight service areas, it's that same thing. So I myself operate this way. Then what I'm doing for you, we're operating this way. And guess what? Together, we're unstoppable. And I'm at that point where, and I'm going to talk about this in the next episode, where I recognize that we have to stop assuming that everybody even knows what greatness is. We have to stop assuming that everybody even wants to be great. But in that, what that does is that has you in a place where I, I just can't sympathize with you. If you choose to be subpar, if you choose to be average, if you choose to be it's, it's just enough to get by. That's not what I do. And that's not what I do in any part of my life. And I'm unapologetic about that. So I say all of that to say that it was great to get this reminder from Diamond that I am on the right path, that I am doing what it is that God has destined me to do in my life in every component of it. And it's just exciting to have had such experiences. Fabi, is there anything that you've experienced as we wrap up this particular episode in relation to any operational efficiencies that you would like to talk about, that you'd like to share, or anything that this has just sparked in you in being able to talk about operational excellence in action? Oh, wow. It might take me a second to think of something. And if you don't have anything, that's fine. We'll go over yeah, to Theo. Not, nothing's coming to mind right now. Okay. Theo, what about you, sir? For me, just thinking on the conversation at hand, it puts me in a place of really reflecting on my own self and how I operate when it comes to business, how I operate when it comes to the workspace, how I operate within a creative space, and how can I be the most efficient from top line to bottom line to give a great experience and great service. It just, it's really, really in a reflective state right now. And I tell you to take it further. How effective are you as a husband? How effective are you as a father? 
how effective are you as a son? Like, are you doing those things and being that person that God created you to be? Because I always want to be clear that although our focus for this particular Authentic Realness podcast, ARP, is on me as a consultant, the eight services that I provide, the experiences that I've had and how that shapes me and how I work, please understand that there's that direct parallel between you as a corporate professional and you as a personal individual. And anybody who tells you that, oh, all this can be separate, it, it can't. <laughs> now, there can be some separation, and I'm not telling you need to be working all the time, and I'm not saying that your work should be defining you, and when someone asks you who you are and how you're doing, it, it should not have to be that you start with what you do professionally. But please understand that there is a direct correlation between who you are as a person and who you are in your professional life. And there's definitely that domino effect that happens that when things are not going too well at home, chances are it's going to show itself at work. When things are not going well at work, it's going to show itself in your personal life. Now, yes, do we need to make attempts to say, hey, I'm leaving work at work. And even for those of us that work remote, we have to be able to separate from our computers. We have to have those parts of our houses that are sectioned off as our office. And we have to have those boundaries around here is my time that I'm working. Here's my time for lunch. Here's my time that I'm off. Because if we don't do that, there is that possibility that that blur turns into there's no separation. And then quality of life goes down. Then the impact on your family goes down. So certainly there is that harmony component that we have to find between our work life and our professional, professional life and our personal life. But please understand trying to completely just draw a line between the two is next to impossible. All right, Fabi, I bought you quite a bit of time. Anything that you have before we look to ending <laughs> this particular episode? Yeah, I think for me, it's just showing up in that way as often as I can while still being authentic to myself. Okay. And, sh and so with that, it's, you know, how are you treating people? How are you coming across people? How are you doing your job? I think it's just all encompassing of who you are as a person, just tr leading and trying to lead with that operational excellence. But I, for one, I'm a sucker for good customer service. I love when people give me good customer service. And I honestly love even more like asking to speak to the manager and ensuring that they get their praises. So that's something that I'm, I really try to do as often as I can, especially when I do have great service. So encourage all of our listeners to do that as well. You never, ju you just never know the impact that that can create for someone. Excellent. Well, as we wrap up this episode, which has been absolutely amazing about operational excellence in action, it is my prayer, hope, and desire that Diamond actually has an opportunity to hear this particular episode somehow, some way, as well as if there are executives or persons who work with JetBlue, that she would get those kudos that she deserves because by all means on the busiest travel day of the year I can say with certain terms that she had her gate <laughs> in order and it was certainly a separator because I can tell you none of the other gates as I looked around none of them were being ran the way that hers was so kudos to Diamond 
thank God for the opportunity to have experienced it. And most importantly, for it to have been inspiring to me to keep on keeping on in this space of Aaron R. Plush Consulting to ensure that this spirit of excellence and the operational excellence in action is a part of who I am and what I do every day. Let's look to the Lord. Heavenly Father, God, we come before you right now, God, just thanking you yet again for such a tremendous episode. God, we thank you for all the amazing and wonderful things that you constantly do in our lives, God, and we thank you for being better to us than we could ever imagine being to ourselves. God, on this episode, we talked about operational excellence. We talked about the fact that you allowed me to experience Diamond with JetBlue and how she just really took care of her gait, how she took care of her job, and how she just really operated God with a spirit of excellence. God, I say thank you for that experience. I'd ask God right now that you would touch her and her family, that she might continue to press on, that she might know that the work that she's doing is amazing and it's definitely having the impact on lives of people that she didn't even know. God, I would ask that you would just continue to cover this authentic realness podcast ARP that we might continue to grow, that we might continue to be strengthened, that we might even continue, God, to be in a place where we can even touch more lives. God, I would ask that you would continue to touch and cover Fabi and Theo, that everything that was shared tonight in relation to Fabi and her promotion and Theo and his new son, God, we just say thank you. And God, we certainly would just ask that you would continue to be with all of our listeners, that you would allow us to continue to be in the spirit of thanksgiving, and as God, even as we are approaching Christmas, that we all would be in a place where we truly understand the reason for the season and have a focus on Jesus. And certainly, God, for those of us that want to be giving and we are being pleasant and, and happier than we normally are in this time of the year, God, that those people might truly be in a place of joy in this particular time of the year. So, God, we would ask that you would just continue to cover us, bless us, and be with us. So, God, we love you, we adore you, we magnify you, and it's in the glorious and spectacular and amazing and wonderful name of your son, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen again. And to our amazing and wonderful listeners, we cannot stress enough how you all are the most important part of this, our Authentic Realness podcast, and we thank you for everything that you do. We also want to remind everyone of our eight services, that the eight services that I provide as a consultant include program and project management, management consulting, operations management, contingent labor and workforce management, chief of staff services, supplier diversity management, motivational speaking, along with voiceover and voice actor work. And by all means, you all can reach out at any time you can go to the website, you can go to LinkedIn, and any of the other places where you might be able to reach me so that we might get the party started with you working with me and me truly being a consultant that can get you to the places that you'd like to go. I'd also like to acknowledge my partner in Buzzsprout, that there's no hesitation or reservation that this podcast is everything that it is because of Buzzsprout and it being able to provide us the opportunity when we upload our episodes, it goes out to so many different platforms. There's not a platform that I know of at this point that I'm not on. And that certainly has been significant in the reach that we're having. And then in our normal 
and final way that we always end. Until next time, let us all be and stay spectacular together. Realness. realness.